Hey, what's up, Turtle Riders? How's everyone doing tonight? All right. Excellent. Give me one moment here. All right, cool. Mike's, uh, make that a little better. Can you guys hear me okay? Mike test, Mike test, one, two, one, two. All right, what's up, Turtle Riders? Uh, welcome to the Turtle Boy live show. We do this show every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday night at 9 p.m. So you're going to want to go ahead and smash that subscribe button for me if you haven't already. Because uh, this is where we, you know, relive and go over the uh, the biggest stories of the week. Also, you get content before everybody else. Uh, there's a couple of blogs this week that subscribers got before, uh, you know, the regular readers. Because I like you guys more. I'm, I always sit, tell people that. If you're not watching the Turtle Boy live show, you're missing kind of the best part about Turtle Boy. So we have a good time on here. We've got a good community. I've also gone ahead and I've shared the link to the stream on the various Facebook pages. Let's get those up, too. Remember, on Facebook, Clarence Woods Emerson, he's got 25,500 followers. Uh, that's my personal account. You can also get at us on the Turtle Boy Sports account, which has 17,000, I want to say closing in on 300 followers. And the uh, Uncle Turtle Boy page, which I think is like 18,003 or 18,004. I don't know what that adds up to. It's like over 60,000. But bottom line is they have never let me stay up on Facebook for this long before, ever. So... We're back. Like they're they're letting us like whatever it is, we figured it out. Knock on wood. They'll probably take it down now. But whatever it is, you need to go like the pages because they're always taking they're back. Get on there. We used to gain like a thousand people a day at one point. It was crazy. Or at least five hundred, sometimes a thousand on a good day. But now, you know, I can't get a hundred in a day. So that's depressing. So we need to get our we need to get our peeps back on there. So go ahead and like all those pages. If you haven't done so, go and like them now. You're dead to me. Also uh, I'm on Twitter, killing it on Twitter these days, by the way, getting tons of retweets, no ratios. You can get, and that's another platform I was banned from for like two years. So I'm back on Twitter. You can follow me at either at Dr. Turtle Boy, because if Jill Biden's a doctor, then so am I, and at uh, Turtle Boy Phone. Now, a lot has happened in the news today uh, that I'd like to get to a little later on. I want to talk about Nelson Rigo first because we haven't had a chance to talk about the concrete cons yet. I've written several blogs about them, and I apologize about the spacing. And by the way, if you guys like the program, one more thing here, and uh, you know you want to continue, you want to support what we do, a great way to support the program uh, and Turtle Boy in general, there's a dono button on the bottom, a, a dollar sign button. That's something called the Super Chat. When you click on that button, you can donate whatever amount of money you want. It can be $1, doesn't matter. It can be $100, doesn't matter. It's your money. You can give it to me. I'll take it. And if you do that, then you get a little billboard that comes up. You can write whatever you want in that thing. You know, uh, call out maybe your baby mama owes you money uh, or maybe, uh, you know, she's a hoe. Perhaps, uh, you know, some contract, some gypsy Portuguese guy dumped a bunch of uh, concrete in your backyard and then disappeared. Maybe he owes you $12,584 in a court judgment and he just skipped town. Maybe something like that happened. You never know. Uh, so go ahead and, uh, you know, if you're feeling like it, you can do whatever you want with that. It's your super chat. Also, as Mander points out, if you prefer cash app, my cash app is dollar sign uncle turtle boy so you can get at me on there i've had kind of a busy week i had court on monday uh and i've had a couple stories this week i had a situation with my computer today i had to fix so i only got to do the one blog today but i feel like it was a good one i feel like it was a good one we're going to talk about it now so 
let's just jump right into this, shall we? Okie dokie. So usually when I do these uh, stories, right? Usually when I do these stories about, uh, you know, the multi-part stories, the Hadassah stories, I bang them out. The Kylie Kirkpatrick's, Landon Steele's. It's like one, two, three, bang them out, you know, six part in a week, something like that. Okay. Greg Bates. I've done a number of these. However, uh, the concrete cons I've been like sporadic about because I've had so many other stories mixed in there, like Daisha Kelly and stuff. And I just, they're very time, they're, these are my favorite kind of blogs to do, these where we find like some complete dipshit and we just investigate them and we expose them like nobody's ever done before. People that are hurting people too. It's not just like random nobodies that are, people that are hurting people. And, you know, usually I come out and I'm pretty good with it, but with these guys, it's been sporadic. So you might not have been as into it as the other ones, but it's going to be a seven part series. All right. We still have the worst of the worst. Uh, I, I kind of went in chronological order. The first guy was that douchebag Wayne McLaughlin. Uh, he's kind of out of the biz, but he was uh, he's he's from Peabody, lives with his mom. That guy he's like a domestic abuser, real piece of shit. Then it was Joe Achapinti. I don't even know how you pronounce his name, but he's just like a fat, useless slob that just doesn't show up at your house and stuff like that. After taking your money and initial, he likes to show up the first day and just do the job a little bit. And that's his whole grift is just, they show up the first day and they collect a deposit from you and they do a little bit of work and they know that if they don't show up again, they, they can't be charged with a crime because now it's a civil thing. Now it's like, you've done a bad job. You could take me to court if you want, but you can't arrest me for larceny. Whereas if they just didn't, if they took your money and never showed up, you could get arrested for that. So the worst two of them all though, and, and these people all found each other and he actually was involved in some kind of court case with Joe Ochipinti years ago is this dude named Nelson Rigo. And we, we need to just talk about this guy for a moment. Actually, let me start with the part four because his, we just need to watch some of these videos. Okay. These videos are just. I couldn't stop laughing when I found it. So there he is. This is Nelson Rigo. Um, and you see his look there that he's going for here. You, like every creepy guy at like the Euro trash bar that you've been to, like, you know, with you go in and the music's so loud that you can't talk. That's the kind of bar that this guy likes to go to, right? Because these people are so empty. They have nothing to talk about. They have no substance to them. So they just like to go there and just listen to techno music or whatever bullshit they like. And, you know, pretend that they're ballers, uh, live in the life. And you're in uh, what we ultimately have here is a, an extremely creepy upper middle aged man. I believe he's 47 years old and he's from Portugal, but not real Portugal. This is the, every Portuguese person you meet around here, every single one of them. None of them have stepped foot in Portugal ever. They're from the Azores, which is like Hawaii to Portugal. Well, not quite that far, but pretty far, right? It's literally, it's like Puerto Rico to the United States. It is just an island, a backwards group of islands with shitty food, uh, poverty, and then 
I don't know. Like they, they take credit for being Portuguese, but they're not, I mean, whatever. And they all come here and they live in New Bedford in Fall River in Lowell. And they don't leave their communities. Okay. Now I I've got strong feelings about the Portuguese, and I don't give a shit. We we've already been over this. We had a big debate about whether or not Portuguese are are they minorities or not? Are they are they white? That's all are they white? Uh and I think it's debatable at this point, but what I do know about the Portuguese is they're a cult. Unlike any other ethnicity of people, they don't like, it's like frowned upon when you don't intermarry. The women all look very good when they're like 25, 26, and it's all by design. It's all a scam because by the time they turn 50, they all turn into human pumpkins, literally. They, they turn into a shape of a pear, every single one of them. Like, you know what a Portuguese woman, there's never been an ethnicity of women that ages as badly as the Portuguese. It's just, that's science. Okay. Ask anybody. Oh, no, it's not. It's terrible. Terrible. Oh, terrible food. So anyway, uh, and they also don't like, um, I could go on and on about the, they all, you know, their ultimate goal of every Portuguese woman is to meet some guy who looks like this and owns four Dunkin' Donuts franchises, and then that, and then she'll cook for him, and that, and then she'll gain, you know, fifty pounds, and that will be their life. Okay. So anyway, uh, so this is Nelson Rigo, and he's from this clan, if you will. There he is. Look at this guy. I mean, just what a douchebag. What a fucking douchebag-looking guy <laughs> with the tight shirts. I mean, I've I've seen this look before. You know, the women do this. To make their tits look big. I've never seen a man do it before, but here we are. Nelson Rigo. <laughs> look at this with the untucked shirt and the no tie and the jacket. The, am I lying? This is the evolution of a Portuguese woman right there. If I've ever seen it in my life, I'm not. And what the fuck is going on here? What the hell are these things? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my God. Flat brimmed hats. Um, I thought this was a joke at first. But he actually, he's an act. He thinks he's a singer. He's got his own like brand. Don't deny me. And here he is. So he's been singing for years. And some we got to watch a couple of these videos together and just enjoy the greatness of it all. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, there he is. <laughs> what is happening right now? Look at that. Look at the capris. What is going on right now? Oh my goodness gracious. These are gypsies. These are legitimate gypsies. I don't give a shit. What is happening right now? Like, okay. They're all like this, too. So this is his old shit, I think. This is his ethnic shit. He does some American shit. There he is. I mean, these are not, like, these are professionally done videos, too. You can tell just by the lighting and everything. Like, this was not cheap to make. So he wants to make it seem like he's got a lot of money. Here's another one about his glamorous trip to the Azores.
Oh my goodness. So this is his old house in Westport that he, I don't know if he was foreclosed from or he had to sell it, but the dude owes so much child support. He's been arrested for it multiple times. Like he's a complete scumbag. Like all this shit, the cars, it's all fake. None of this is real. The jewelry. Yeah. And he's going on his trips to the Azores. Here he is. Oh, here I am. Like what why would you ever want to visit this place? It looks horrible. Okay, so they, there he is in the Azores doing his thing. What else we got here? This is oh, this is his. This is one of his big big hits. I want to sex you, not I want to sex you up. I just want to sex you. I wanna wanna touch you. I wanna wanna sex you. He come on, dude. Come on. You're stealing shit from Color Me Bat. We know what you're doing. Stop it. And you look here, and like all these people, they're all fucking Portuguese talking about oh that's this is so great. The soundtrack, like there are actually women out here that are like that was so good. I love that music. Anyway, he sucks at that, as you can see. He probably he makes no money off of that. And it's like Hadassah. Remember Hadassah's store was subsidized by the house? So she raised, she used the, the house to raise all this money that she wouldn't spend on the house for the women, you know, the homeless women. She would take all that donated money from TJ Maxx and, stuff and put it into the store the punishment cafe because the punishment cafe made no money. It's the same thing here. This guy is all in on the singing, except the singing makes no money. And that's a problem. And it has to be subsidized by something. And that is where the concrete scamming comes in. And so he comes from a family of, uh, of concrete people, apparently, but he's just not, he wanted, he was the, you know, the, I don't know if he's the black sheep of the family or what, but he wanted, he didn't, concrete wasn't for him. He wanted to be a singer. He had big dreams. But the dreams were coming true, so he had to go to the concrete. Except he's not, he's not good at concrete. So there he is doing concrete, some deck or some shit. <laughs> Look at this fat piece of shit. Look at him. Oh, God. And he's formed so many companies. His first one was in 99, was Dexcon. And that was uh, dissolved uh, by court order, which is never a good thing. In uh, 2007, uh, the next one was NR Concrete Incorporated, which was formed in 2004, and that was uh, dissolved. Um, he sold shares in that. I don't know how many people bought shares for one dollar each. That's good. Uh, and he was, you know, based out of his home in Westport. There he is. 
And then he started, and that one was involuntarily dissolved. And then he had StampCon, uh, which was also uh, involuntarily dissolved. And here he is trying to sell albums, and it's not going very well, clearly. So then he starts another NR Concrete, except this one's called NR Concrete Corporation instead of NR Concrete Incorporated. This is the latest one, and I think this one is still in business. Uh, and you you search on his page, and it's all just like clowns should be run over by a concrete truck. I worked as his office manager for a few months. At first, Nelson came off as very nice, of course, until his true colors came out. Uh, the company was a scam. After reading the reviews on a few websites, I grew concerned. I started asking him questions about these reviews. And of course, he gave me stories about how those people don't want to pay him or they were fakes. After digging into the past of his company and Mr. Rigo, I discovered that these people were legit. And he actually had a few companies that he did the same thing with. He started telling me to lie to potential customers and put pictures from Google on their websites. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, yeah, take some of the Google images and we'll put them on our website and say they're ours. I told myself I could not work for someone like this. He has no morals. Not to mention he was a creep and touched me. This is a lot of thing. People are, I've heard allegations of sexual assault of this guy. He has not been charged with that, but come on. He, he's got the creep look to him. I wouldn't put anything past this guy. He is a power and money hungry. He spends uh, people's hard-earned money on his BMW, fancy restaurants, and women all while leaving customers' yards a mess and never returning. His MO is gaining a customer, somehow getting them to pay up front, digging up their yard, and never returning. Actually, his brother's even worse at that. After his men started telling me what actually happens, I decided to leave. The ironic part, he didn't pay me for my last two weeks. This was the breaking point. Uh, I would not hire him. His companies are a scam. He's not a good person. And he has no problem stealing from people. He, he also has so many lawsuits and court hearings that he refuses to attend. And so I look up this guy, holy shit, over 100 court cases. In Massachusetts, they don't have a nice system like Rhode Island does where you can just see them all in one thing. You got to go to each individual courthouse in the district court and, and, and probate court and search all over. But this guy, especially in Fall River in New Bedford, he's just got so many. Starting in 2002, all judgments against him. This, all these judgments, and here's Sunset Video Productions, because I I guarantee you that video you just watched, he didn't pay for that. <laughs> I bet you he didn't pay for that. Like, I bet you he owes someone money for that. He's filed for bankruptcy with all these companies. God bless America. You can just do that. Um, and just, I mean, he's lost. I didn't add up all these judgments. 21000 here. 1000 here in Dedham. What else we got here? Four thousand dollars in 2016. What else we got? Uh, more of them. And by the way, he keeps trying to claim military service. He often does that once he gets a judgment against him, which I don't know if that like gives. He's definitely not in the military either, and he's never produced an affidavit to say he was. Another twenty-one grand here. Two more two thousand dollar judgments against him here. Uh, and we're only up to twenty oh eight. Here's another basically seven thousand dollar one, two thousand dollar one. $4,000 one, 2,000, 2,000, 1,000, 10,000, uh, you name it. Um, he's been sued by these jewelry places because that jewelry, I guarantee was with credit. He never paid back debt collection companies. That means he probably paid, use a lot of credit cards, 2,000, 2,000, uh, you name it. And then here's another one from a jeweler, 3,000, 2,000, whatever, 
Uh, it just goes on and on. We're only on 20,013. Then there's 2014. He's got a $22,000 judgment there. In 2015, a $1,200 judgment. Uh, in 2017, he's got a $7,200 judgment and a $10,100 judgment. And that's just for rent. We actually interviewed both those people. Um, another one for $7,200. Uh, and it just goes on. And this is just a fraction of it. Okay. Those are just the ones that went to court. Those are just the ones that went to court. A lot of people didn't bother with this asshole. You should see the, the, the spreadsheet I have on these folks. So I write this thing. And people start commenting on his page. And this is what this pathetic motherfucker does. I gave everything I had to these people for them to turn around and to do, to do this and talk all these horrible things about me. <laughs> I am crying like a damn pussy, like a stupid bastard, letting you all see me crying because this is so stupid. This is crazy. You have nothing to I'm say. not looking for any sympathy. Yes, you are. That's literally the, you're crying on social media. That's the whole point of crying on social media is you're literally looking for sympathy. I gave everything I have for these people. Bitch, you stole everything from these people. You stole everything from them. You're a bitch. So the Portuguese community uh, in Finnis has come out and uh, denounced him. Some of them have. This guy... Uh, his name is Sandro Gomez. I checked his page out. He's like, he does music or whatever too. And he's basically like this dude brought receipts. This dude, turtle boy brought receipts. And this guy is a shame on our community. And he points out that like, uh, he goes, our Portuguese community, our culture was questioned by the reporter about how the Portuguese community still supports him after knowing all this. My message is that we are not all like this. We don't rob people of their hard work. And I want to make that clear. I've said a lot of mean things about the Portuguese, but they're not all like Nelson Rico. Like, don't get me wrong at all. Um, I just wouldn't marry one. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so he goes on to say they are court documents, <laughs> um, civil suits, posts all over the place about him. So before messaging me and trying to justify what has been done by your stupid star, do yourself a favor and go kick rocks. I like this guy. This is the real news channel. I like him. Okay. So this one literally proves the point for him. Michelle <laughs> Perino. God, they all have the same name. Correa. The last name Correa, as in Jaisal Correa, as in the Fall River. And he's the perfect example of like why Portuguese is a cult. Because that motherfucker was the most corrupt politician of all time. He's going to federal prison for a long, long time. He's been found guilty. He got caught red-handed taking bribes by the United States Attorney's District, U.S. Attorney's Office, Andrew Lulling. He should have waited until Rachel Rollins was in charge. Then he could do whatever he wants. But he did it while Trump was in office. He gets caught. And what does this motherfucker do? He increases the bribes after that. He's that cocky. Because he's, he holds a press conference and every Portuguese shows up in town. is like, we love you, Jaisal. They're coming after you because you're Portuguese, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't know this, by the way. I watched, I've been, I watched, started watching this Netflix documentary, um, Trial by Media. I highly recommend it if you guys haven't seen it. It's like a six-part thing. Um, it starts with uh, the Jenny Jones uh, guy that killed uh, somebody like, 25 years ago. I don't know if you guys remember that story. It's pretty crazy. But the last episode, I'd never heard of this. I don't know if you guys watched uh, the movie uh, what was it? Uh, with Jodie Foster. The Accused. 
where she was gang raped. It was a vicious scene. She's gang raped on a pool table there at the beginning. And all the guys are cheering her on. That's based on a true story out of New Bedford that happened in 1983, which I've never heard of before. I lived in Massachusetts my, pretty much my whole life. I'd never heard of this before. There's a woman named Cheryl Orojo. She was 21 years old, and she uh, was gang raped at a bar in, in New Bedford by uh, four men, and two other men were arrested and charged with cheering her on, all Portuguese. And they were, uh, you know, she, she's Portuguese too. They were uh, tried and it was a huge, tr there were cameras in the courtroom and it was kind of like, like the first nationally televised rape trial. And they said her name, the victims, like that's, we don't say victims names anymore during rape trials because of this trial. This woman was, she had to move as her, after this trial because the Portuguese all came together and supported these rapists, right? Because they ended up getting found not guilty. And they're like, they're coming after us because they're Portuguese. In the minds of the Portuguese mafia, a Portuguese person is in, it's literally impossible for them to commit a crime. Just Jason Correa is all you need to see. Okay. Those rapists are, you know, Big Dan's Tavern. That was this. It was fucking crazy. I highly recommend that Netflix special. It was a great special about that whole thing. I never knew this happened before. It's fucking crazy. But I'm like, holy shit, this is Jason Correa all over again. And Nelson Rigo. Not that he's as bad as those guys. Uh, but the fact that all these people just start coming to his defense, like, these are untrue. What do you mean it's untrue? I got receipts, motherfucker. He's fucked a lot of people over. A lot of people over, and we're going to see exactly how. In part four, we just kind of went over the numbers. Like, he owes this person money, but we didn't get into why he owes these people money. What exactly did he do wrong? Why does he have all these judgments against him? And so it looks like some people have seen it. Carrie saw it. If others see it, yeah, go and watch it, okay? It's wicked, wicked good. Um, it's called uh, Trial by um, Media. I think it's, let me see, what's it called? Trial by Media, Media Netflix. Yeah, that's what it's called. Trial by Media Netflix. It's really, really good. I highly, oh, they're going to have a season two coming out. That's interesting. I mean, I don't know how they don't have OJ on there. How do they not have OJ on Trial by Media? But thank you, Snacky Turtle. I appreciate it. All right. So, yes, it was Big Dance. That's correct. But I don't want to get too off here. So, anyway, this woman is the perfect example of that, okay? She's like, I still like him anyway. His music is awesome. Fuck concerts. Stick with your music. How could anybody hear that music and be like, you know what? This is fucking awesome. How simple do you have to be to hear that music? And you're like, this is, this is good shit, man. His voice, totally not, you know produced by a machine or anything like that oh definitely great shit and he goes i still like you know shut the fuck up he definitely sings good and definitely a cutie so these this chick will always be there for him but i got bad news from her dude she's she looks like she's 25 now which means 25 years from now she's literally going to be shaped like an avocado it, it's not going to be pretty dude just and like that it, stop don't do it here he is singing at one of his concerts. He's still doing concerts and shit. Nelson Rigo fans. Imagine being a Nelson Rigo fan.
I got one more song to give you guys. Huh? Frankie Cowboys, that's right. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? Here we go. It's like 10 people. I think What is happening right now? This is so bad. I can't even. I can't even. We got to watch some more Nelson. Like, I can't. Can we just enjoy this music together? Just for a couple of minutes. We got to enjoy this music. Here's another one called Broken. This song's called Broken. This one's in English. This is about heartbreak. Okay, here he is. Living the high life. Like, what a baller he is. He's been evicted... <laughs> A million times owes all these people money, but he's a baller. Look at him. <laughs> I need his number. I can't get his number. I need this guy's number. I need to call him. Goodness gracious. Yeah, she wants it, Nelson, for sure. This is so bad. So there's Broken. He's very broken there. Here's another one called Him or Me. This is his big hit. This is the Nelson Rigo fans love Him or Me. Preferably him. does he look there like you're trying to be a pop star now you're 47 what are you doing <laughs> you're not like some 16 year old trying to be fucking justin bieber or something dude like you're old enough to be justin bieber's dad and you want to be a pop star what's wrong with you that's creepy dude dun, dun, dun. Oh my gosh. Look at this. 
What city is that? Is that New Bedford? I don't even know what city. Or is that like some New Jersey hellhole? Like this guy was born. Oh my God. Look at this. Like how old are you, dude? Holy shit. This guy was like born to be in New Jersey. Imagine like you just go out to the bar one night and then like, let's hear some music. And then just Nelson Rigo comes on. <laughs> I would laugh. I'm going to request that next time I go out. Like, hey, you got any Nelson Rigo in the jukebox? I'm not staying at your establishment unless you get some Nelson Rico. Okay. Uh, so he goes, we, what else we got here? Um, we got some more Nelson music here before we get to the specifics of what he did. So he's, he's like, um, he's going on tour. He does like, I don't know if he has to pay to go to these shows. There's no way he can get be getting paid. There's no fucking way. Like I looked up a a a backslash a music entertainment doesn't exist. At least nothing on Google comes up. But he uh, he says he did a show in Tampa. I don't know if he paid to do it, but there is a flyer, and he's doing a show this weekend in North Bergen, New Jersey. I can just imagine what the crowd would be like. Check this out. There's some big headliners on this, guys. Watch out. The hotel. Oh, dude. Richie's going to be there, dude. Richie stealing the show. That's his eye tribal. Who else we got? Who else is there? Oh, Wendy's there. It's like a crackhead Selena. Go on. George, George Anthony, another guy. How old is this guy? Why are they all gray? There he, oh, dude, this, this is the best Nelson Rigo I've seen. This promo right here is this Central Park he's in right here. <laughs> you gotta the the pants. I don't know how he fits into these pants, but I cannot help. But this is so good. Nelson Oh, we got Coro too. Dude, you don't want to miss this concert. Oh, DJ Stevie's going to be there, dude. That's hot. Oh, Sonia's there. They all just won me. Like Ronaldo, okay? <laughs> so there he is. There, there he is in all his glory. Um, And, yeah. Anyway. This guy, I mean, I thought it was a parody, but this is this is very real. He sell he sells his own Nelson Rigo merchandise. Check this out. <laughs> the merch. That's the brand. It's like a dragon or something. This is literally just a tea a Teespring store that any of you can create. And you gotta see, he doesn't even have like why the why the dragon? Like, are you are you a Chinese restaurant? What are you going for here? The dragon, like you don't promote the dragon in anything. Why do you? Why is that your, your like? Did he not hire some? Could he not just have paid somebody? Well, pay I guess is a problem for him, but could he not have just you know screwed someone over that creates a logo? Could he not do that a little? I mean, you got to see some of this stuff. Freestyle lovers, check out the new line of merchandise. Like, that's it, Nelson Rico, with a line 
and then the dragon, him or me. And I, I, these must be, it's not like he hired these guys. Like this has to be some type of stock image that like you can just superimpose your logo on. It's gotta be, it's gotta be. That's from Nelson Rigo. Him or me. Like, it's just like, here it is in blue on an Asian woman. Oh, here it is. Here it is on uh, some guy with a beard. Oh, here's the tank top. L LGBTQ can wear it too. There's a woman with a cat. Oh, the co-eds on campus. Did you hear the new Rego? Oh, yeah. He makes me so wet. Oh, my God, girl. I don't even care about all the concrete. I'm just, I just, I need Nelson Rego inside of me. I need him right now. Give it to me. <laughs> all the girls in my sorority want to fuck him. Look at this. Him or me. That's all he makes. Dude, you need more songs. What about Broken, Unbroken, whatever that one was? What about the other hits? I mean, you're more than just a one-hit wonder. Come on. Oh, is that Coffee Mugs? This is too good. Like, I can't believe this is real. Oh, and he does uh, Christmas music, too. Check this out. A Holy Night. A thrill of the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks Ooh, a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees. Oh, he okay, so that's uh, and I'm getting messages from people. We'll we'll deal with this in a second. He also paid to have this done. A uh, a six part documentary about him because he's just that interesting. He's that interesting that he requires a six part uh, documentary. Oops, wrong. About him. Actually, yeah, uh, here it is. Is that Fall River? <laughs> oh my God! What an ugly city. What a horrible place. Imagine that. Fall River. Hey, everyone. Thank you very much for jo what? joining my channel. This is Nelson Regal. Thank you very much for subscribing and for watching. I appreciate you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, morning protein shake. Where's the... Oh. oh, yeah. Let's put the powder in there. Yeah. Going to get big and strong. Go to the gym. Maybe do some GTL. Like, this is obviously professionally this done. You can afford it. Oh, here he is. What was his guitar? Can he even play the guitar? <laughs> and at one point, I noticed his, his trophy collection. Oh, did this freeze All right, me? so everybody, so this. You got to see his trophies. Oh, yeah. Like, I look at these trophies right here. What even are these? They are the. Melhor Inter Pratakico 2008. So he's, he's awarding himself Portuguese trophies from 13 years ago. That's it. All right. So everybody, so this thing is uh, the, this YouTube channel that, I'm, that we're creating over here. Oh, my God. It's to bring you inside 
inside of what goes on in Nelson Rago's life. Yeah, if you're wondering, so I'm gonna bring you into the studio with me because uh, enjoying his music just isn't enough. Me. I love this is love like love MTV cooking. Cribs, basically. Okay. He's that uh, famous. Love recording. Uh, you're gonna we all want to know what Nelson Rigo's doing. Yeah, we're going to get know, some muscle. Lose, well, the, the losing fat part, I can't help you on that because I need to do that myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would be my daily life. You're going to be right inside my life, and you're going to see what's up with Nelson. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, at, at 12 o'clock, we're going to dodge a couple phone calls uh, for child support. Then at 1 o'clock, we have court. We're going to skip that. Fuck that. Uh, at three o'clock, the sheriff's coming by to serve me with a capius uh, for that twelve grand I owe. We got to dip around then, so we're gonna get in a Hummer and drive around for a bit, and then they're gonna, you know, I haven't paid any payments on that, so we're gonna have to go back to New Bedford uh, in case collections comes at six o'clock. So that's 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 what we're gonna do today, guys. We're just gonna dodge collectors, collections. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to see exactly from the time I wake up until the time I go to sleep how busy and uh, you Can't know, what it takes to, to, to accomplish one of my days. And it ain't easy because you got kids, you got a dog, you know, you got the music life, you have the personal life, and you got the bills and all that stuff. So the bills! The bills, the kids, he doesn't pay child support. He doesn't pay. But uh, I'm telling you, the it's bills. Fantastic. You can have so much fun with me. This is too good. And, uh, you know, the only most important thing is you guys got to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yes. You know, Nelson Rago official. You He's got 1,300 subs. You got to like it. You got to comment. You got to give me as much as exposure as you can to help me get this thing up there. All right. So enjoy and stay tuned. We got something awesome coming to you. Oh, Please, yeah. Sorry for ruining your, your day. But letting you know, Puto. Oh, she's not Puto. It's Pulha. So I'm not gonna reply to this right now because we're in a good energy right now. So, but whatever. Oh, that must I'm be just, the X. I, I'm, I'm like this. I'm all about positive energy. Any negative energy, I don't even want to hear about it. I just block it right out of my. Yeah, head. and like negative, like if somebody calls him, it's like, yo, sucks. you got that 12 grand you owe me? Nah, negative energy. Block it out. Or what you do, always be positive. You know what I mean? Because. Good things happen through positive, bad things happen through negativity. So with all yeah. that being said, negativity. Uh, this, this, this thing is like, it, uh, we want to interact with, with other artists and uh, give the opportunity for other artists to enjoy the, the, this, this, this thing that's going on right now, what, which is fantastic. What is that so thing? Any artist out there or any actor or anyone trying to pursue uh, a career why don't you, you know, hit me up and, uh, you know, we can, we can do this. Yeah, thing. we can talk about how not to yeah, we can, you have know, a career. Share a, a date and we can, you know. Yeah, um, so to have a career, all you have to do is screw people over out of hundreds of thousands of dollars and then use that money to subsidize a couple of YouTube videos like this. And next thing I mean, you know, you're a pop you star. Know, record something Duh. fun and uh, we'll, we can talk about you and explore your career and uh, see how, how, you know, if we can help you out in any way. So that's part one. Part two. He goes to the barbershop. It's really exciting stuff. He goes to the barbershop in, in part two. Uh, do I even have part two on here? Okay. I forgot to put part two. Part two is really exciting. He goes to the barbershop. <laughs> part three. Oh, no. This is part two. Not fast foods because I try not to. Oh, no. Part three. He goes out to eat at Pearl in Taunton. I've never been to this place. But any like they've been promoting him. He's done shows or something there. 
any business that's associated with this guy should go down with him. Fuck her. We can go after them too. Like, look at those chairs. Look, like, I'm sorry. This restaurant already is ghetto. Can you invest in some better chairs? This looks like a family reunion from like 1988. What the hell are the? What is this? The VFW Lodge? What are you doing, dude? And he's gonna eat the food. This is how you do it. Oh, what do you eat? What's Nelson eating? Oh, crazy. That looks Look horrible. Mashed potatoes. Whatever this. Uh, that looks like shit. Green beans right here. Like this is. This is so bad. Perfect. Oh, it's perfect. So these cars are not even registered to his name. That's correct. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Do you want to eat good? This is the guy you want to go see right here. Louis the man right here. Oh, God. It's the bad relationships that I've been in. The heartbreakers. If you listen to my music, you'll you'll hear some songs about uh, the heartbreak. You know, uh, of relationships didn't work. Well, I've only been in like a real strong one for eighteen years, and then of course I had little glitches. You were married uh, twice. It, I would have to say my relationships is, is what's uh, what gave me the material, so I can write <laughs> most of these songs. So I'd have to be. I would have to say really bad relationships. Notice she doesn't mention, like, I also own four concrete businesses. I feel like that would come up at some point. I also own four concrete businesses. Okay, so the style that I really like, um, I'm not so much into, like, you know, copying other people. I like to create my own thing. What? Uh, and my style goes like this, whatever it may be. If I feel it, if it's coming within and it energizes me and it makes me feel like, wow, man, that beat is really grooving. Oh, my so God. So I would have to be, I would have to say uh, Stevie B. You know, me and Brett have to actually sit down and watch more of these. We'll have to watch more. He, do, he does another interview with some guy named Brand Jordan Pava. And then he's got his whole, in episode five, he he interviews his DJ. And then in, in episode six, he interviews them all together again. So this is really exciting stuff. So anyway, I spoke with several of the victims and including some that went to court and some that didn't. Okay. This guy, Russell Hatch says that Nelson destroyed my pool patio. He took him for eight grand. He was told that they could go on top of existing concrete and do stamped. Uh, six months of no show. Finally had some random guy do it and destroyed the entire pool deck. Kids were slipping and cracking their heads. So the thing that's going to be different about him then different from Joe Achapinti and his brother Eli is that Nelson, for the most part, with these jobs, like the jobs actually get finished. But he's just so incompetent and he doesn't know what he's doing that every job is fucked up. I don't know the first thing about concrete. Nothing. I could probably do just as good a job as him. I'm not going to lie. Like every single job, there's fucking cracks and shit. Nothing's even like people have like um, uh, flooding in their basement has happened as a result of him. Like he fucks everything up and then they have to go and hire somebody else to clean up his fuck up. And so that's where all this money comes in. But he takes your money and he asks for it up front. I mean, here's a message he had with this guy in 2017. Uh, he screwed over not only him, but also his in-laws in Braintree. And he goes, um, 
you know, I will 100% go on Yelp, Facebook, and all these things and leave negative comments. I cannot believe five months later and we still are not done yet. He goes, do what you have to do, buddy. I'll make sure you say the truth. And I'm going to share what you just sent me on the post that you post. I'll be waiting for it. I'm the wrong person you want to threaten. I'm Nelson fucking Rigo. I've been on tour in fucking, I went in Patterson, New Jersey, Hackensack, okay, you know, North Bergen, Elizabeth, Newark, Jersey City, okay, Lodi, Garfield. I've been all over fucking Bergen County, bro. I'm like the hottest guy in Jersey. They love me down there. I went to Pawtucket, Fall River, okay, New Bedford. I own that shit. Dartmouth, Taunton, you name it. Text me back when you want to talk like a man, my guy. <laughs> my guy has been out there doing what he can. And we were at the house already. We were fixing a step and we are scheduled to be there tomorrow. Okay. I will send this to my lawyer right now. And I just delete. I just deleted your job even worse. Uh, this fucking guy. Here's another one from Westport. She got taken for um, $9,700. He had torn up uh, our yard for months, kept not showing up. That's his thing. Um, you'll see the pictures of the job he did, stamping all crooked. Uh, he only poured two inches of concrete directly on the dirt with no gravel underneath. <laughs> it's like you can't just take concrete and pour it on fucking dirt. Even I know that, dude. Uh, this is the job he did. And like you see, like everything's fucking cracked. Like it's all fucked up. It's going to fall apart. Leaves all this shit behind, obviously. Here's another one from Westford. I have a different story. I had read reviews and called him out on his bullshit. I was too deep, though. He had about a $5,000 job. of an, he, he had five k of an $11,000 job. I wrote him a check that day. He was pouring the concrete and canceled it with the bank instantly. The patio looks like shit with missed stamps and cracks, but I didn't get taken for the whole amount. He was pissed when he went to go cash the check. I basically only paid for the concrete. So he made no money. I have an amateur patio, but I feel a little better knowing I stuck it up his ass. <laughs> he damaged the coping around my brand new pool and got concrete all over my house and garage door. He said it was a perfect job. I have a 1,500 square foot patio that is failing and will probably cost me $25,000 to remove and install a new patio. I mean, look at this shit. Why are these different colors? It's all fucked up, dude. Here's another one. Kimberly and Jason Burr. Um, this woman, she really hates him. Uh, she, they're living with him. Hired to do a job, screwed it out. They took legal action against him, but they can't get money back from him because he's got no assets. Uh, and they contact the attorney general's office, just as many people did with him and Eli Rigo. Maury Healy's a little busy, though. She's got. She's been suing Donald Trump. Remember, she sued him like 50 million times. She doesn't have time for actual consumers in her state who are getting fucked over because she's too busy grandstanding for her run for governor. She's a little bit busy. And a lot of these guys, they find them on HomeAdvisor. They find them on Facebook. They're just allowed. They just create fake names. They're all over yard sales, Facebook marketplaces. They're everywhere, these two, making up fake names. They are the ultimate gypsies. Luckily... Luckily, Nelson at this point, I can say with certainty, is out of the concrete game. He's all in 
on the music now. He's he's all eventually that money will run out though, so he's gonna have to get back into the concrete game to subsidize the music. That's his grift. Uh, but yeah, so she, you know, she says, here's some of the discovery. Um, I had done showing he owns nothing. He has foreclosures and bankruptcy. The lien, she had a lien placed on her house because he didn't pay the concrete money, the concrete company that he, whatever, handed off the job to the copy of the demand letter from my lawyer and the letter from the attorney general. I did get a default capius. The constable hired, couldn't find him. Uh, and he's got nothing in his name to go after. The property damage he did was almost the amount of the job. He did most of the job, but poured the concrete directly over the grass once again, no gravel, and as the whole pad patching, pitching right into my basement door. Boot prints, wheelbarrow marks, and double stamping. Like, you're not supposed to step on the concrete either. I know that, okay? He had a five-star rating. I went to court Filed the small claims he doesn't show. Same old, same old, same old with this douchebag. Here's some of the jobs. Some of the pictures of the shitty fucking work he did below. I mean, it's just amazing that people can live like this. Like, this is the fucking job he did. Unbelievable. <laughs> Why is nothing even? Why are there cracks everywhere? Like, what the fuck? This looks like a street map of Boston. Look at that. Good Lord. <laughs> get toe. I mean, you're paying a lot of money for this shit. 10 grand at least. And it just comes out looking like this. This is insane. But these people documented everything and ultimately it gets them nowhere. Cause the attorney general is just like, yeah, you're on your own. Fuck off. Another one, Jean Boyle from Milton. Here's the job he did. She got screwed for five grand. Looks like shit. Here's another one. We got, uh, Marie Niccolo from Fall River uh, was the landlord that never got paid by him for over $10,000. Nancy from Fall River uh, said that her entire backyard was dug up. She's supposed to put fencing around it and pour concrete. Uh, I ended up paying $21,000. I had to hire another company to pour my driveway. He was ordered by the court to complete the work, but after back and forth to court for two years, there wasn't much left to do. He put down some stone, a patio, and poured a small area of concrete, all of which was paid by me. All I got was free labor, but so it's just like another one from Plymouth. I mean, just read the whole thing. The, the horror stories on this guy are just off the fucking chart. It's just amazing that people live like this, that they're allowed to do this. It, you know, here I am paying bills and shit. Of course, you have no credit. This is literal gypsies. That's all they are. They they have no credit. They can never have anything in their name. They just declare bank. They start one company to fuck everyone over, declare bankruptcy with another. And yeah, that that's that's Nelson Rigo. So me and Brett got to listen to some more of those videos. Uh, we'll share some more of those on Saturday show uh, for that. But okay, so. I want briefly, let's talk about because I'm so fired up about this, guys. Joe Biden needs to fucking resign right now. I am so sick of this fuck, what is happening to this goddamn country right now, guys. I am so sick of it. I, I go into school today and, you know, they make you, they give me a mask. We had like, I'd never been in my daughter's school before. And, you know, they, they have to wear masks now. So I just took it and I, you know, I took, I posted a picture of it. I just, you all, I would recommend this. Just take it, put it around your stupid ears and put it below your chin. I'm wearing my mask. I'm wearing my mask. 
period. Like just if I can play the game too. Okay. I, I'm, I can play the game too. If, if this is how you want to do it, this is how you want to do it. I just retweeted a study guys. I mean, I cannot believe this is an actual headline today from Fox 25 news. Um, you bring it up. Check this out. I thought I. Share screen. Mass hospitals not seeing rush of pediatric COVID cases. It was all made up, all of it. There's no pediatric. It's all made up. Oh, the Delta variant comes after kids. So they need to wear masks. Nope, 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 nope. It's just a lie. It was just literally made up. Literally made up. We let lying, fear-mongering pieces of shit abuse our children. And there's nothing we can do about it. Because we live in Massachusetts and we choose to be here. We can move if we want to. We're making a choice to be here. So it is what it is at this point. There's very little you can do besides passively resist. Because people are like, what should we do? What should we do? Well, move. That's one option to a free state. They exist. Florida. It's called South Carolina. Those are free states. Uh, but Massachusetts is not. So the best that you can do, and honestly, I mean this. I got a really good email. Let me actually read this from a teacher today. I got to find this email. Give me one sec. This was a really interesting email I got from a teacher. So uh, she's a high school teacher. And she says, every kid, every kid should take their mask off when they meet with an administrator. Tell them they would rather be suspended. No, actually, let me read this. The mask mandate has uh, a rarely mentioned exemption. You don't have to wear a mask if there's medical or disciplinary reason. Schools report their out-of-school suspensions to the state and come under fire when those get too high. It's why anybody who has ever worked in a high school knows that in-school suspension is a horrible idea. Um... In-school uh, in suspensions don't get reported like out-of-school suspensions, but the militant MTA in all school unions will not stand for a teacher being placed in a room with an unmasked student all day long. That's interesting. That's interesting. So they're, they, they're, they're not, they're afraid to suspend you. You're, they're afraid to suspend your kid from school, right? Because that looks bad. Now, I would like to point this out. And I tweeted this out earlier. I said it. It's just like, and this is how you know they're full of shit. The whole idea that we have to wear masks is because these kids could be spreading a virus that could literally kill them, right? It's dangerous. It's dangerous not to wear a mask. Number one, if you actually believed that, that COVID could kill your child, there is no way in Fuck, you would ever send them to school and be like, well, they're wearing a mask, so they're safe. You That would be the most neglectful and inappropriate thing a parent could do. Like, imagine there was actually a virus out there that, like, if it came to kids, they fucking die. You'd be like, you ain't never leaving the house, dude. And that would be understandable. But they don't believe that. And if schools really believe this, if, if COVID was so dangerous that it could kill a kid, 
on and masks actually stopped the spread of COVID. Under no circumstances would they ever allow those masks to come off, ever. And the punishment for removing a mask would have to be an equivalent punishment of bringing a loaded gun to school because a loaded gun is a weapon that can kill another person. Your mouth full of COVID is also a loaded weapon that can kill people, except it's even more dangerous because you have to breathe. You have The COVID has to come out of your mouth, whereas you don't have to pull the trigger on a gun. So it's actually worse than a gun. If, if we actually believe that COVID's deadly. So if you if you take a mask, if your kid takes his mask off at school, they logically then they should be expelled. That should be that's what we should be pushing for. It's like you want to treat it like it's some fucking deadly thing. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's start expelling kids over this. You won't because they know it's fucking untrue. They're shameless, horrible liars. Horrible. And this all comes from the top. Two douchebags, Fauci and Biden. Fauci's the leader. Biden's the leader of the cults. I mean, Fauci's the leader of the cults. Biden's kind of his, his speaker, if you will. And Fauci's like this evil, twisted, elderly man. Like we're listening to an 81-year-old guy tell us what to do. Why the fuck are, well, I don't listen to anyone that old ever. I don't want to hear an 81-year-old's opinion on anything. Shut the fuck up. You're past your prime, dude. Get out of my face. I don't want to hear you talk. And they're telling our kids that they have to wear masks. So I, I put it off for a minute today. There's no air conditioning in the school. It's like 90 degrees. Dude, no fucking way that could stay on all day. Tell your kids to resist. So yeah, let me read the rest of this email. It gets good. So she says, every kid, and she makes a great point about no teacher is going to be want to be placed in a room, an in-house suspension room, with your kids. So like force them to kick you out. Basically she's saying, this is her advice as a teacher. Every kid should take their mask off when they meet with an administrator and tell them they would rather be suspended than wear the mask. I love it. I love this teacher. There's some cool teachers out there that listen to turtle voice and turtle riding teachers. I'm telling And they hate the union more than like I do more than you and I do because they have to work with these people. And it's it's brilliant. You just tell the teacher, you tell your kid, don't wear the mask, kid. And if your te if your administrator calls you down, A, I'll back you up. B, say I want to get I'll take a suspension. They're not gonna do it. They can't do it. That they, they're not even allowed to do it. They should be allowed to expel you because it's so dangerous. But they're not going to do it and be like, okay, I'll take an in-house. And I'm not going to wear my mask in in-house either. And you can't physically put one on my face. And no, none of these union hacks, they're all scared to death. So they can't be in a closed room with me all day. They ain't going to do it. So don't, I'm telling you, don't do it. Now, colleges is different. Colleges, you're fucked. Because they, you don't have to go to college. And they cost money. High school, you have, a, you have to be in. You, have, you can't not go to high school. You're truant if you don't. So the rest of the email, she says, one kid, maybe, might get suspended, she's saying. 20 kids in one week, they will get the discipline exemption. This will catch on like wildfire. 
for me, kids will have to wear masks in my classroom. And even if I don't push the desk together, they will be closer than six feet apart. Then after 44 minutes, they will go to the cafeteria, sit elbow to elbow at round tables, take their masks off and eat and talk. Then they will return to my room with masks on. COVID must know that we made cafeterias off limits to super spreaders. So this is, uh, that pisses me off right there. Okay. That's number one thing that pisses me off. Number two thing that pisses me off is this douchebag. General Milley, this fucking ass, this cocksucking traitorous piece of shit. White rage. You got, if you haven't seen this tape, Where's the white rage thing? Oh, there he is. <laughs> okay, watch this. On the issue this is him. This is the commander of the Joint Chiefs of Staff literally one month ago. One month ago. Testifying in front of Congress about why he is teaching critical race theory to the troops and why it's important for the troops to learn critical race theory. Again, one month ago. Listen to this worthless maggot piece of shit right here. Fuck him. Fuck him. Critical race theory, etc. I'll, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, but I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. Uh, and it is important that we train and we understand uh, and I, I want to understand white rage. Oh, my God. And I'm white. And I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. I want to maintain an open. He's just sucking up. Uh, we'll get to his motives in a minute. He wants he his biggest problem. What is the number one thing he's thinking about right now as commander in chief is white rage at the United States Capitol on January 6th. That is the biggest. They view you, the people protesting COVID masks, your army considered you a significantly bigger threat than the Taliban and ISIS. They were spending so much more time on your white rage, whatever the fuck that is, and why it caused you to you know, want your kid not to wear a mask. Why are you so angry about your kid wearing a mask? Why does that make you so mad? You have white rage. Yeah. Why are you so angry about the election? You must have white rage. Yeah, white rage. Now, of course, he doesn't believe any of this. You never heard him talk about white rage before. All this motherfucker's doing. He's just part of the military industrial complex. That's all he is. He's just looking for money. He will suck up to whatever party is in power. When Republicans are in power, he will say the things that Republicans want to hear so that he will continue to get, you know, money from Congress. You know, God, country, shit like that. Right-wing red meat shit. Now he knows Democrats are in power. And he they control the pocketbook. So he's like, how can I get, make sure the military keeps getting money? Well, just talk about critical race theory. They seem to like that. We'll talk about race. We'll talk about January 6th. That they, they seem to want to hear about this. Yeah. And this is literally what he's doing in July. 
This is what our commander-in-chief is doing. Now, let's find, let's listen to it. Um, did he talk about, how do you spell Millie? I don't even understand. M-I-L-L-E-Y, um, Taliban in July. Can we find anything on him there? What was he saying about them? Uh, sustaining a robust diplomatic presence in Kabul. So this is him talking about, so we were planning on leaving Afghanistan, which I think most Americans agree right and left is a good thing. Trump's is the one that officially said, we're getting the fuck out of there. We've been there 20 years. This is stupid. Afghanistan is not, I could have told you this. I'm wide, I'm widely read on Afghanistan. It is unconquerable. Alexander the Great couldn't conquer there. His empire essentially ended in Afghanistan. The British empire could not conquer Afghanistan in the 1800s. The Soviet Union, they took over all the stands, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan. And obviously next up in the stands was Afghanistan, whatever the fuck that is. At least every other country on earth has some sort of cultural identity to it, except for us, of course, in Afghanistan. Afghanistan has no there is no such thing as an Afghan. It is a cut through country. It is the it is the country that connects the Middle East to real Asia. Because when you say Asia, you know, Middle East is part of Asia, but like Asia, Asia, China, India, Asia, that Asia to Mu Muslim Asia to Buddhist Asia. That's Afghanistan. It's got no access to the sea. I don't even know if there's any lakes in it or anything like that. It's literally just rocks everywhere. No civilization. They've never known civilization. So the concept of democracy there, they're not even close to that. It's literally just a fucking God-forsaken pile of rocks with no oil, nothing worth exploiting there. It has no strategic value to it at all. Got no access to the sea. Nothing. There's no reason any country should ever want to conquer Afghanistan. Well, the Soviets tried to conquer it in the 1980s. They invaded there. We actually uh, boycotted the, the uh, Olympics in 1980, the Summer Olympics. That was our response to the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. Jimmy Carter boycotted the 1980 Olympics. How pissed would you be if you trained all that time? But that's a different story. They were in Moscow. And if you, I highly suggest watching the movie Charlie Wilson's War. True story. A congressman, uh, Ronald Reagan became president, and he could not get the funding. So what we used to do during the Cold War, I should probably teach this on Turtle Club, but a little history. What we used to do during the Cold War, in order to stop the spread of communism, we're not going to fight you. We're not going to fight the communists. So if like there's a communist uprising in some poor country in Central America or something, right? We're not going to send American people there to die. But what we will do is we will fund the anti-communist groups in those countries. Like we did, that, like that's what the Bay of Pigs invasion was supposed to be. We sent all these anti-communist Cubans into Cuba to invade the country. It didn't work out. We've done this in several countries. We've had coups all over the place in Latin America, particularly. It worked in Greece. It actually stopped co communism from spreading to a lot of places. But by the 1980s, we didn't want to do that anymore because of NAM. We actually NAM was our like fuck. This is stupid. Like we tried to stop communism from spreading in Vietnam. 
58,000 Americans died and we're like, fuck this, just whatever. Okay. Let's just build up a nuclear arsenal and outspend them. And then that'll be the end of it. No more funding fucking bullshit. So when the Soviets invaded Afghanistan, Ronald Reagan's hands were tied. He had a Democrat Congress led by Tip O'Neill from Massachusetts, and he could not get the funding from Congress to arm the anti-communists in Afghanistan. So some congressman, a Democrat, mind you, named Charlie Wilson from Texas, who was obsessed with Afghanistan, basically worked with Pakistan and Israel to get Congress to give him the funding to get weapons into the hands of these religious fanatics called the Mujahideen, who were the, who were the precursor to the Taliban. They, they were like the crazy nut jobs before the Taliban. And so we got we gave them all these weapons because they the Soviets were just coming in with these helicopters and nuking villages, killing everybody, maiming people. It was inhumane, right? They're bad people, the Soviets. Because they were resisting. So they're like, we're just going to kill y'all. No big deal. Well, we they couldn't fight. So we started getting them these like, um, I don't know if you guys watch Mario Kart, the red turtle shells. Like they were these um, heat-seeking missiles that could shoot down the helicopters. And we started getting them in the hands of these guys with turbans on their heads and moo-moos. And they're like, yeah, Allah Akbar. And they start shooting down Soviet helicopters left and right. And Afghanistan became their Vietnam because the Soviets had never lost anything they invaded before. They were just winning. They were an unstoppable force of nature. But for the first time, you know, Yuri was coming home in, in a body bag for the first time. And Sergei was coming home with miss, you know, with no legs. And all these Russian parents are like, what the fuck are we, why are we invading, Af what the fuck is Afghanistan? And why, why are we invading there again? And this went on for eight or nine years and it bankrupted them. And all these, they lost the will to fight. It was literally their Vietnam and they evacuated. But the problem was what came afterwards. The problem was that all of a sudden, what's left after the Soviets leave? a bunch of Muslim fundamentalists with our guns, a lot of guns. And it became, and it was like, yeah, yeah, Al-Akbar. It's like, yeah. And they don't know where these guns came from because it's the CIA doing it. And they, they don't tell you. Like, this is from the courtesy of the CIA. So it's like, yeah, Allah gave us these guns. Al-Akbar. Yeah. And what do you think happens? Afghanistan became a vacuum for nut jobs. And every nut job from Saudi Arabia and Yemen and Pakistan, they all went to Afghanistan and they're like, fuck everything, fuck the West, fuck the imperialists, fuck them all. They don't know America helped them. They don't give a shit. They would actually resent that if that happened. They hate everything about our culture particularly our liberalism. They're like the most conservative people in the world. They don't like the fact that we let women vote, how, how they dress, how they want. They certainly don't like Pride Month very much. And what do we do over there? After So 9-11 happens and it, the 9-11 camps were, you know, 
we're in Afghanistan. We go, George Bush goes in there, nukes everything. Yeah, we killed the Taliban. Ten years later, we kill Osama bin Laden. But then we're like, okay, we're gonna keep, we're gonna build a democracy here. Oi, 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 oi. Uh, vote for Tulsi. Good build democracy. Guess what, guys? This idea, not everybody wants democracy. Democracy ain't that fucking awesome. Like it's, I'm sorry, it's a little bit overrated. Democracy is mob rule of retards. That's all it is. Look at us. We elected Joe Biden. Look at some of the people that get elected in this state. We, that's why we have mask mandates, because democracy is a failure. It is mob retired rule. That's all it is. And so maybe they don't like that. Maybe they don't want democracy. Maybe they don't want schools for women, okay? And yeah, that sucks for the women over there. But I got problems too. And I don't, I just, top 10 on my list is, is not women learning how to read and write Afghanistan. I just don't give a shit. I don't. I care about as much as them about as they care as me. And I'm certainly not willing to die for that. And I'm not willing to have any of my kids die for that. And so if you're not willing to have your kids die for that, we should not be fighting wars over there. And that's what's been happening for the last 20 years is Americans, we've been building this democracy. And, you know, once in a while, a group of Americans gets killed by these extremists. And, you know, we're building this democracy and we they have a president and they have elections and they have schools, but none of it's real. None of it's real. It's all completely contingent on us being there forever. Because the second we left, we've seen what happens. The president's like, oh shit, I'm getting the fuck out of there. We gave these people 20 years worth of training and weapons and trillions of dollars. And the second we left, they're like, I'm fucking out of here. They probably, the, the Afghan army probably outnumbers the Taliban like fucking five to one. They have superior weaponry, but they don't have the will to fight like the Taliban does, like the Viet Cong did. And that's what matters more than anything. Ho Chi Minh once said, you will kill 10 of my men for every one I kill of you. But in the end, you will lose and we will win. And that was true. Because the Taliban ain't afraid to die. Because they are, this is a religious crusade for them. And they hate Westerners. They resent the fact that America is over here spreading democracy, which I'm sorry, is a form of imperialism. We are, democracy is a Western thing. And we're pushing it on them. They don't want it. That's just another way of us imperializing the world because our brand of whatever living is better than yours. You know, women voting and, and going to school is a good thing. So you need to have it too. And pride month is a good thing and you need to have it too. Well, guess what? Okay. I, I agree that women voting is good and women's rights are good, but I'm kind of team Taliban on some shit. I'm sorry. Uh, they don't they don't have to wear masks over there. The women do, but the men don't have to wear masks. They're called burkas, but the men don't like the, there's no they don't they don't do any of that shit. The Taliban ain't trying to kick me off Facebook, never, or demonetize me. The Taliban never called me a white supremacist ever or a terrorist. Democrats do that regularly. And so Okay, we all agree we should leave because this is, you can't be there forever, which is apparently the plan for neocons like and war criminals like Lynn, Liz Cheney 
and her dickhead father and George Bush and Bill Crystal and all these fucking neocon circle jerk douchebags out there. Fuck all fuck them right in the ass. All these people don't want those, those are the only people that don't want us to leave. Everyone else wants to leave. But the question is, like, how do you leave? Maybe there should be a plan about that. And this is what this dickhead says is going to happen. Now that we have our whole Afghanistan history, this is what he says is going to happen. A major component of sustaining a robust diplomatic presence in Kabul is to maintain a functioning and secure airport in Kabul. Okay. So we continue to dedicate our security resources to that, to secure the embassy, to secure the international zone, and to secure HKIA, the international airport in Kabul, for our diplomats, our personnel, and our continued support to the government of Afghanistan. The Afghan security forces have the capacity to sufficiently fight and defend their country. And we they have the support and the capacity to defend their country. But do they have the will? Awesome. They, they outnumber them. They have better weapons. Are they going to fight? We will continue to support the Afghan security forces where necessary in accordance with the guidance from the president and the secretary of defense. So this is what our leaders are telling us. We can get the fuck out, guys. They're gonna, they're good. They'll take care. It'll no, not a problem. It is his job. It is his job to know what will happen after we leave. That is literally his fucking job. The he has intel. They should know. Ask any American Marine over there that's fought over there. Every single one of them tells me the same thing. These guys are a joke. They're like, they're not serious fighters. Like they're a joke. They're, they're going to get destroyed by the Taliban. The second we leave, they knew everybody and their mother on the ground knew this was going to happen. But our leaders, this is what he's saying. And he doesn't know about what's going to happen on the ground because he's busy reading white fragility. And he's lecturing Congress about white rage. He wants to learn about white rage. He doesn't want to learn about what the Taliban's going to do when we leave. Or he doesn't want to spend time like thinking like, hmm, how are we going to get people out of there first? Maybe we should figure that out. Before we leave, maybe we should tell Americans, uh, meet us here at this time. We're going to get the fuck out of here. Maybe. I'm not a military expert or anything like that. That seems not that complicated. Like get the fucking women and children out of there first. Our, Amer like not the Afghan women and children, the Americans. Get them the fuck out of there. It's not that complicated. Get them the fuck out of there. But no, we're like, okay, we're going to bring the military out first. And then we'll have nobody to do, you know, security or crowd control at Kabul International. And we'll just have a fucking free for all. Whoever gets on the plane first, you get to go. First come, first serve. If there's no room there, just jump in the fuel tank. And if you, you know, yeah, you will be going 500 miles an hour. So just hold on tight. Or else you're going to, kerplunk, which happened. We're evacuating all these people who are not Americans, fighting aged men. That's all I've seen get fucking evacuated out of there. Oh, they're all, but they, they were interpreters. I don't give a shit if they were interpreters. They're not Americans. Americans come first in America. 
That's what a country does when they love their country is they get their people out of there. They put their people first. And yeah, like I'm sorry, it sucks. Yep, Taliban's gonna fuck you over, man. It's gonna suck. But that's life. You're born in Afghanistan. It sucks to be you. Sorry, America first. We're first. We got our own shit to deal with. But no, they're not worried about the Taliban because they're worried about me. And they're worried about you. And they're worried about my six-year-old daughter not wearing a mask. That's what they're fucking worried about. So fuck these people. And then today, then today, God, this pisses me off what happened today. Fucking ISIS K, whatever, ISIS, whatever version of their, ISIS 2.0 conducts a suicide attack at a checkpoint outside the airport, kills 13 Americans, and there will probably be more in a suicide bomb. And these motherfuckers are worried about masks, worried about fucking COVID. And we have Americans getting killed over there because they don't know how to evacuate a fucking country properly because they're reading white rage. You want to see white rage, motherfucker? This is white rage. What you're doing to this country right now, they should all be fucking executed. Like fucking resign, bitch. Why is Joe Biden? Why is he not resigned? Why is he not fired? His generals. Why does Millie still have a job? Why does General Woke with the fucking face mask, General Diversity, whatever the fuck his name is, Lurch, why does he have a job still? I've never seen a bigger fuck up than this, ever. Anybody else would lose their job. But these generals have their fucking job because Joe Biden doesn't give a shit, man. Okay. Um, they, he doesn't give a shit about this country. That's the bottom line. They don't care about Americans. They consider Americans kind of the enemy. Like half of the country, at least, is the enemy. Not the Taliban. Like, Taliban's cool. Whatever. They don't care about that. Like, Afghan refugees. Yeah, absolutely. More voters. Absolutely. More power for us. Yeah, bring them over. Bring them over. We'll give them your money. Yeah, no problem. Why do you think they want open borders? Because they hate this fucking country. Did I lose you guys? Yeah, I keep freezing. I don't know why it keeps freezing. Hopefully we're back now. Okay. Looks a little blurry there though. Back. Okay. Hopefully I'm back. I mean, I've just had enough. I cannot stand seeing what's happening in this country. I obviously don't like what happened in Afghanistan. I hate that. But what? really does it for me is just the fact that I have to listen to this other bullshit too going on with it. The fact that they are spending so much time worried about masks and COVID 
and this is what's happening over there to Americans. It disgusts me. It absolutely disgusts me. And Joe Biden has the nerve to just disappear because he doesn't know what the fuck to say. He's not running the country. Someone else obviously is. And they, he has to wait for the experts to tell. He's like, whatever. His entire presidency is like, well, somebody has to tell me what to do. The experts. Fauci hasn't told me what to do yet. Millie hasn't told me what to do yet. Like Jen Psaki is running the country. That cunt. She's another one. Hanoi Jane. She's up there just lying every single day. These people whined about people whining. And, and she... Peter Ducey, God bless him, asks legitimate questions for Fox News every single day that millions of Americans are thinking. And that condescending cunt, the way she talks to him and just speaks down to him. She's speaking down, not to him, to us. That's who she's speaking down to. Like, how dare you? Well, Peter, this has been the greatest evacuation ever. If you look at the data and then all this, you know, all the leftists on Twitter are like, oh my God, sake bomb. Burn, girl. Burning Peter Ducey. I fucking hate what this country has become. I fucking hate it. I don't want to live in a country with these people. And I've been saying, like, we can't go on living like this. Fuck them. Fuck them. They're putting masks on my fucking kid. Letting boys compete in girls. I mean, you can't keep doing this. We can't be in a country with people like this. Let them have their own fucked up country. We'll have a real country with an actual identity. And borders. And guns. And we'll have a good time. Porn too. We can have porn. We don't have to be. We will. We'll, we'll take all the good aspects of conservatism, and get rid of the bad bad aspects, which is mostly the porn. They don't like porn, so we're going to keep the porn. We'll keep the gay rights. We'll do all that stuff. We can have divorce still. We can all. We can do all that. You know, we won't be ruled by Christian fundamentalism. It'll all be good. We'll have borders and guns. It's it. And you guys can have your transgender country with, you know, a thousand different genders and your pronouns and your white rage and your diversity trainings and your critical race theory. You can have that country. We'll have a real country. That's what we need. Now, we can't have a civil war because geographically, like I live in Massachusetts. How are we going to have a civil war? How's that going to work? During the Civil War, was, like the lines were clearly drawn, like slave states down here, free states up here, fight, go. With us, it's just like, like I would join the other side. <laughs> I would be like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'd be like the Viet Cong in my own country, and that's, you know, we're reaching that stage. We are reaching that stage. Joe Biden needs to resign. There is, he, he cannot be the president anymore. He's obviously incapable of it. But there's such gaslighters and liars that, of course, he won't. Now, I've heard some people on the right say, well, you don't want that. Then Kamala Harris will be president. Yeah, I do want that, actually. Not that she'll be better. She'll be the same thing as him. But Joe Biden won. Because his poll numbers are so much better than Kamala's. He beat Kamala. In the, in the primary, Kamala didn't even make it to the first state because she's so unliked. She couldn't even get more than 5% in her own state. She's that unlikable. That laugh, like that is not going to... Joe Biden 
whatever, some union hack in, in, in uh, you know, some carpenter in fucking Scranton or Wilkes-Barre or, you know, Toledo, some blue collar dude. Just like, yeah, I vote Democrat. That's what I do. My union tells me to vote Democrat and I do. I like Joe. Joe's a decent guy. Yeah, I like Joe. He's one of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, he ain't voting for Kamala. He ain't voting for Kamala. He's voting for Ron DeSantis. So I bring it on. Bring on President Harris. Please bring on President Harris. That would be the best thing that could ever happen to us is President Harris. That will guarantee a President DeSantis. And I'd like to point out, never once in American history has a president resigned like or left office early like that and their party wins the next election. That doesn't happen. When Richard Nixon resigned from office in 1974 as a result of the Watergate scandal, Jerry Ford took over. Actually, his vice president resigned too, Spiro Agnew. Jerry Ford was the speaker of the House of Representatives. He was third in line, so he became president. Jerry Ford didn't do anything wrong. People like Jerry Ford, he fell a lot, like Biden. He fell, literally fell. He liked football a lot. He played University of Michigan. But he, when he ran in 1976, he lost to Jimmy Carter, one of the weakest candidates to ever run for office anywhere. He lost to him because the party that resigned in disgrace can't win, right? If Biden resigns in disgrace, that is not just a, a shot at Biden. That's a shot at the whole party. And it will guarantee that we will take the House and the Senate in 2022 and the presidency in 2024. So bring on President Harris, please. That would be a gift. From God, bring it on, okay? So fuck, fuck these people, fuck them. I mean, they're. I mean, I said it last week when they got I got kicked off YouTube for giving a fucking speech at a school committee meeting because this administration was not worried about Afghanistan. They're worried about is YouTube doing enough to stop misinformation from spreading? That's what they're worried about. They're not worried about the Taliban. They're not worried about ISIS. They're worried about our conservative. Is Rand Paul telling you not to get vaccinated? We need to censor him a bit. We need to get Trump off social media. That's dangerous. Dangerous. Misinformation's dangerous. Kids with no masks on, that's dangerous. ISIS, nah, fuck them. They're not that dangerous. So anyway, I, I just, I don't want to live in a country with these people anymore. Fuck them. I hate them. I fucking hate everything they stand for. I don't want people. Oh, well, why can't we have civility? Fuck civility. Why do you want to be civ civil with savages? These are not civil people. They're trying to ask your children. They're trying to silence you. They're getting Americans killed. Why, why would you ever want to be civil with them? They are the enemy. They, they treat you like the enemy. It's time to start treating them like the enemy. Fuck them. All right, any, all right, any other questions? That's what I want with that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Joey might be worse. Yeah. Um, when LBJ saw the writing on the wall, Nixon won after. Uh, that's another good example. That's another great example of that. 1968. LBJ, uh, that was the year of the Tet Offensive. Things were going horribly. And he was going to run... But he was losing the Democratic primary to a guy named Eugene Kennedy, who, uh, or no, Eugene um, McCarthy, who no one ever heard of before. 
And then Bobby Kennedy was coming on strong. He saw the writing on the wall. He, if you're challenged in your own party in the primary, you ain't going to win. You're weak. LBJ resigned. Or he said he wasn't going to run, which is basically handing over the election to Nixon in 68, who had already run and lost before in 1960 and was pretty much dead politically. And he came back and he won. So that's another great example. Thank you. Let's see what else we got. Uh, other questions. She would have us paying reparations. Yeah, she sucks. Um, yeah, doctor, fake doctor. I mean, I don't want anyone over here. I'm just so sick of America being like the default country where everybody goes. It's all a scam. It's all a scam. This idea that, oh, America is the only country that we don't have a national identity. It's just a melting pot. What kind of fucking country is that then? Of course we have an identity. Cowboys and shit. Hot dogs. Fireworks. That's our culture. Movies. Like all, good music. We set the cultural tone for the rest of the world. That's our identity. Cool clothes. Fun. Good shit. Surfing. Cars. Freedom. Highways. Open roads. That's America, baby. But no, they, they don't want us to have a culture, which is why they constantly want more people who come from extremely different cultures to come over here. Why? Because they're going to vote Democrat. That's the only thing they care about is they're enriching themselves. Because when you have power, then you essentially have the keys to the treasury and you can do whatever the fuck you want. Fuck them. Jerry Ford did make George Bush Sr. to head the CIA. That's correct. Um, what else we got? Um, exceptionalism. Exactly. Like, fuck exceptionalism. Cowboys and shit and hot dogs. Absolutely. That's America. You know? Every other country, like in, in, in France, like France has an identity, although they're starting to lose it too. Western Europe is like letting too many fucking people in. Like, Britain has an identity. They have tea and crumpets, you know, the king and queen, the royalty, bad dentistry, you name it. That's England's identity. They have an identity, you know, soccer hooligans. Then you have in France has an identity. France's identity is like, you know, you know, gay, but not gay kind of thing. Paintings, um, yogurt. Stuff like that. Promiscuous women. That's all part of the culture. Portugal's got a... They have a culture. God, God knows Portugal has an identity. God knows. Spain has an identity. Bullfighting. You know, every other country in the world, it's like they love their country. The Netherlands has an identity. Sweden has an identity. It's Poland. God, Poland does. Germany's got an identity. But your identity stops existing after a while if you let too many people into your country that don't have your identity and aren't willing to assimilate to your identity. And the Democrats, they don't want that. They hate America. They hate our identity. They hate our culture. They hate nationalism. They hate it. They're trying to change it. That's what they're trying to do. Because that gets them power. Fuck them. We have rock and roll.
Yeah, goddamn right we do. We have rap. We have good shit. We invented like all the shit that's around. Like people listen to American music everywhere. They watch American movies everywhere. We are the epicenter of the world's culture. We have the blues. We have everything cool, man. America, we got mayo. We got mayonnaise. And yeah, like the Christianity aspect of like, I don't want to be ruled by a theocracy. Certainly. I don't think any country should. Right. Um, but it is a Christian fucking country. Like your kids get Christmas off from school. That is like the main holiday in fucking Christianity is Christmas. Your kids get it off from school. So yes, that is part in English speaking. That is another part of the American identity. Boy. Anything else? Portugal is Nelson. Exactly. That's what they got. Anything else, guys? Oh, there you go. There's Catherine. Cook her up. She's been doing some protesting out there. She had another protest today. What Rayla was there. I saw some of the tapes of it. Or was that yesterday? I apologize. Should be happy. Oh, our biggest problem is not just wearing masks. Well, we got way bigger problem than wearing masks. Our biggest problem is authoritarianism. What the masks represent. Censorship. Silencing of people. Othering. Yeah, fuck that restaurant in Lynn. Destroy their fucking Yelp reviews. Any uh, any restaurant that requires a vaccine, fuck them. Declare war on them. Go. Destroy them. They deserve it. Light them on fire. I mean, I've, can you tell that I've had enough of these people? I've had enough. I don't want to get along with them. And that's the other thing that's pissing me off. The vaccines. Oh, ho, ho. it is getting scary out there. I ain't ever getting a vaccine. Primarily at this point, because they're trying to force it on me and they're trying to take shit away from me that I can't do. Eventually they will make it so that they'll say, well, I like the gym. The gym is like my favorite place. It's where I need to exercise. Eventually they're going to say, well, you can't go to the gym. If you don't get the vaccine, you can't go to school if you don't get it. And I like, uh, I want to go to those places and I'm not willing to give them up. That, that is fucking scary. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Anyway, and Lisa Johnson, you can suck a dick too. I've had enough of your bullshit out there. Come in, yeah, go fucking fiddle your bean to Diana Plus. I don't like you either. You don't communism say it. You don't tell me what to say. I tell you what to say. Okay, shut the fuck up, Lisa. Anybody else have anything to say? And I will say this, right? I will say this is that some people are like saying the same thing about the vaccines and you got to stop with this. They'll tell me like I had a couple of people tell me this the other day. Oh, people are dying from the vaccine. Don't get it. 
Oh, you're a sellout if you get the vaccine. I thought it was about choice. I thought it was, I thought we had a choice thing going on here. If you're telling people not to get the vaccine, I'm telling you, I'm not getting the vaccine. You should do whatever the fuck you want to do. That's what you should do. That's the whole idea of choice. And there's a lot of people in the, I, I thought we're part of the choice movement. They're like, no, don't get the vax. I heard somebody died in, from Mississippi in it. If you're doing that, you're using the same tactics they are. The same fear-mongering nonsense. Stop it. There's no epidemic of people dying from the vaccine. Almost everybody I know is vaccinated. They're all fucking fine, okay? They were fine before the vaccine. They were fine after the vaccine. They weren't going to die from COVID, and they weren't going to die from the vaccine. So could we just stop it? Stop it with the fear-mongering nonsense and the anecdotes. Just do whatever the fuck you want to do. Is it that hard? Seriously? God damn it. And like, I don't know, like my sister's a fucking nurse in New York City, okay? She's conservative. She's really smart. She's probably the smartest one in my family. She's like, I got the vaccine. She's like, I, you know, I've got, I'm not telling you what to do, but I would, she's like, I would get it if I were you. Cause you know, my mom, my mom, like, I'll be honest. So my mother had, my mother's got cancer. So, uh, I don't know, like, is it safe to bring it around her? But like, I, I'm not getting the fucking, I'm not doing it. And I'll be careful around my mom. Like, I'm not going to spread COVID to her. I promise. That's why I wanted to get the vaccine. I wanted to get COVID like a year ago. Just get it. I want the antibodies. That's what I really want. I wanted to get COVID. Remember I was offering to be coughed on? That's what I really want. Just give me the fucking COVID first. I'll get it out. Of I'd rather get that than the vaccine. Put it that way. Anything else? And that's what, what they're doing to Cam Newton is a perfect example of it. So I was I was rooting for Mac Jones for a while. Now I want Cam to win it because I like Cam now. Because Cam, they are trying to bully Cam into getting vaccinated, and they're tr they're segregating him. They're Jim Crowing his ass. They're treating him like a diseased person. He's healthy. He's Cam Newton. He's fine. He can't throw, but he's fucking healthy. Obviously, he's a freak of nature. Obviously, if he doesn't want to get vaccinated, don't make him. He already had COVID. He's good. Stop it. All right. Anything else? Yeah, cancer does suck. But luckily, you know, and, and if you guys recall, right, that, you know, so I'll be, I mean, it's, it's the worst kind of, so it's, it's pancreatic. It's, it's the worst. Like when we first, I found out that this was contributed to my depression. I'm not going to lie back in the day. When we first found out about this and I didn't know much about pancreatic cancer. So I Google it and horrible thing comes up. Like, you know, you've heard about cancer, like people get cancer all the time. They beat it. So you do a quick research on pancreatic cancer and it's like, Yep. This is fucking horrible. Like you're like 18% of people that get pancreatic cancer survive a year. That's it. It's 82%. Like that was the odds are I wasn't, my mom was not going to be alive in a year. So when that, 
just hits you like that. And like, my kids are so small and all you can think about is like, they're not going to know their fucking grandmother. Like you're like, this is the worst news ever. And so my sister, who's the, like I said, she's a nurse in Mount Sinai. Like she's quitting her job to move up here to work in our hospitals. Uh, she's, you know, cause she wants to, she like, she's the quarterback of our family. So she's going to help take care of my mom. But thank God, luckily, like we were one of the, cause Alex Trebek got this Ruth Bader Ginsburg got it. Like it's a death sentence, pancreatic cancer for, for the few, for very few. It's not thank my mother's one of the few because it had not spread pancreatic cancer. There's no lumps or anything. So by the time you found out you got it, usually it's spread by that. But thank God, like if she had gone in a week later, it would have been game over. So she's had like seven or eight, like seven or eight rounds of chemo, right? And then there will be a surgery and then there will be more chemo, but it's working. It's working. Thank God. Uh, and she's lively and shit. Like she, you know, when you have chemo, you're tired and shit. Like it beats the shit out of you. It ain't easy, but thank God for modern medicine. Western culture brought us this shit. We can survive pancreatic cancer now because of Western medicine. And that's what pissed me off with that fucking story. And I'm sorry. Some of these people, there's that woman, Candace Edwards. I've never taken so much shit for a blog than with that woman with the right wing community. Oh, you're being mean Candace Edwards. She's that woman who had breast cancer allegedly and raised $40,000 with a GoFundMe to get holistic treatment for it in, in Cancun. Remember that story in November? And she's one of the leaders of this like anti-COVID vaccine shit. And so I'm part of that now. And so a lot of like, I was not allowed in the anti-mask mandate group for a while because I was mean to Candace Edwards because I thought she was shady because I'm sorry. I don't fuck around with cancer. We have the best cancer doctors and hospitals in the world. People fly from all over. Massachusetts is the best place to get cancer. You are statistically the most likely to survive. We hit the fucking lottery with cancer where we live. And this woman is going to Cancun and raising $40,000 to go see some witch doctor. When we like, you're fucking around. You have kids. What if you die? Cause that, that witch doctor, he ain't going to do anything. Your holistic medicine Cause oh yeah, you're against fucking modern medicine. You're holistic. Yeah, you're also gonna fucking die. And by the way, it didn't work. It turned out to be a scam, which I knew it was. And I fucking called that shit out. I said that's irresponsible. If she really does have cancer, that's irresponsible. As your number one job as a parent is to be alive for your kids. You're fucking around with this. Fuck you. Fuck her. Fuck her. I'm sorry. All these people, they're like, you know, I like you, but I don't like that. Well, she's fuck. Fuck her. Fuck Candace Edwards. Playing fucking Russian roulette with her own fucking life. Raising $40,000 to go to fucking Cancun. Fuck her. I take back nothing. I meant every fucking word of that. She's a fucking cunt. 
She's a scam artist. I fucking hate her. And I regret nothing. I regret nothing. I meant every single word of that blog. And there's a lot of people I like out there who like me and are like, yeah, I really like your blog except for that one about her. Well, sorry. I fucking hate her. You don't have to agree with them all. And yeah, and like my own personal shit with cancer in my family has contributed to that hatred because, you know, I understand how quickly it can be gone. Man, we got lucky. We got really lucky that my mom's got a chance here, you know? So thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate the prayer. So I never talked about that with you guys, but that has been going on in my life and that sucks, but she's been fighting it. So we're good. You know, we're good. Thank you. Exactly. Kathy. The whole thing was shady. Anything else? It's been a long show. It's been two hours. Holy shit. So what happened in the email with the Vax template came through and I sent, send it again. I, I got 200 fucking emails requesting that 200. <laughs> so again, when I'm sending out the template, it is for educational purposes only. I certainly would never want you guys to, cause that's a crime. You don't want to do that. You don't want to fraudulently, you know, write in. You know, that you got the vaccine if you didn't get it. This is for educational purposes only, guys. Totally. Thank you, Suzanne. I appreciate that. Oh, so you're, I mean, yeah, God bless you. God bless you, Teresa. And again, like breast cancer is a beatable cancer. Like obviously a lot of people die from it if it metastasizes, but it's beatable. And thank God it is because we have, I mean, cancer runs in my family. Like I'm going to get cancer someday. It is almost a, it's genetic. It is a statistical, like, uh, I wanted two of my grandparents died from cancer. Um, my mom is one of seven kids just like me. Uh, her sister, my aunt died of brain cancer. She was a very successful lawyer in Pittsburgh. And the, you don't want to see brain cancer. It ain't pretty because it grows, a tumor grows and it starts poking at your brain and it makes you unable to talk and you can hear things and you can't talk. It's like fucking hell. Um, I, my other, I've had two other uncles out of the cell, four of the seven in my mom's family have gotten cancer. I'm coming up on 40. So I'm, I'm going to start getting screened for this shit. I'm going to get cancer at some point and it sucks, but thank God for Western medicine. You know, thank you, Joanne. I appreciate that. And, and, and we're worried about COVID and that's another thing that just, it all builds. And now you see where my anger comes from. We're about fucking COVID. My mom's got like, it just pisses me off all this shit. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate that. Oh, stage four breast. God bless you. Just Christine, Trixie, and Fenn. God bless you. You know what? It, I, my thoughts and prayers were you too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's totally genetic. You're right. I'm gonna. I, I have to start getting serious about it. I've, I've reached that age, and you're like, you got to be there. For, it's not just about you when you have kids. You know. 
You have to do it for other people. Does my sister think through? I, I haven't asked her, but I mean, most nurses are vaccinated. They are. And like, that's one thing I'm just like, I'm not worried about. I don't think that all of these smart people would put this vaccine into their body if they thought it was going to kill them. I'm not taking it because I don't think I need it, but I'm certainly not worried about it if I did take it. If, to me, it's just a matter of principle at this point. Yeah, I mean, that's the big thing. There is so much serious shit going on, and we're worried about COVID. Like, unbelievable. Nah, but my, si my, my sister's not indoctrinated and brainwashed. She's really fucking smart. She is a learned individual. She's a conservative. Trust me. She's not stupid. And I think that's a little bit insulting to say to people to say that. They're like, you're brainwashed because you got the vaccine. No, maybe they read up. Maybe they read some shit. Maybe they think it's good. How about that? Like, we're, you're not always right, you know? Anything else? My husband passed. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Teresa. I'm really sorry. It's. I mean, keep fighting a good fight there. God bless you. God bless you. Okay. All right. Anything else, guys? All right. So good show. Good show. Um, uh, it, I mean, that's a long show, but good show for sure. Uh, we will see you guys again on Saturday night for the live show. Thanks for all the donors, people. Peace out, riders.